0: Welcome to Word of Life Family Church, where we are always striving to grow in our relationship with God, our family, and our community. Today is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice. And we are rejoicing that you have come across this message. We believe that it's no accident that you're listening today, but rather a divine appointment. We hope and desire that God will speak to you through this message and that it will help you to fulfill your God-given destiny. Now let's get to the message which is already in session.
1: Today we're going to be talking about labels. Labels. Now there's there's a lot of labels in this world and in fact labels are kind of a, can be a good thing. We like labels. Label, labels can help us if we see a, a, a jar and it's labeled poison, it will save your life, right? Uh, that you won't drink it. If it says Tide Pods, it's for the laundry, right? So you don't eat it. <laughs> some of you caught that. Anyway, uh, but labels are important. Labels are good. If you, I don't know, you see some things that say, you know, on their ingredients, it's gluten free. That's that's life saving for those that have an allergy to gluten. So we can see that that labels are a good thing, and and labels help us make quick decisions about certain things and help us with life and all of those things. But the problem is sometimes, everybody say sometimes, sometimes we slap labels on other people. Or sometimes labels are slapped on us. So the idea is to look at this. Now, I, I, I have been guilty in both parts I have been labeled and have labeled folks before yes I have I'm sorry but one thing I remember some of you might remember might know that I as an adult my career uh, as a beginning career was to was a photographer and so I held that title for for many years over 20 years I was a professional photographer I photographed hundreds of of families, maybe thousands, hundreds of events, different special events, and different things. And so I held the title of this. But often it was very interesting as I would photograph throughout the years. People would look at the photographer, and I don't know if you've ever thought they were like, is that a real job? Come on. All you do is stand behind the camera and take pictures. Can you really raise a family on? Is that really a legit job? And and I can say that it was. In fact, I made the most of my income, money, and uh, was all through photography. God blessed us in a great way. But I would get that question sometimes, and it kind of looked, you know, kind of snarly. And then as I got into, as I continued to photography, uh, God began to open other doors and, and things, and so I began to get into ministry, and so I would do full-time photography and ministry. And the side, I became a youth leader, associate pastor, and, and did all this. And it was funny because I would be, I would get this, asked this question as I'm going through life and doing these things, and it was always fun, and I was feeling a little snarky sometimes. Anyone ever feel a little Okay, and and anyway, and so as I became a pastor too, I'd be photographed, and someone would ask me the same question, and and uh, and I would say, yeah, 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 and then they'd I would say, I'm also a pastor, and you could, look, they like look, look at me, like wait a minute, and it was almost like you could hear them ripping the label, the photography label, slapping another label on me, and then all of a sudden they talk, they t- they they they're. Sp- the way they spoke was totally different. They started addressing me as, yes, Father. I always thought that was hilarious. <laughs> and it was like all of a sudden they changed their vernacular all because of a label. And that would kind of make kind of make me laugh and all of that. And, of course, uh, labels are one of those things that, that just kind of you begin to, to look at that and I, I kind of wish I had taken pictures of people as they were realizing if I when I said they were a pastor because they always had that face like huh you know like a skunk entered the room huh anyway <laughs> uh, and and that was kind of fun. Uh, I also uh, I currently, you know, pastors don't always make a lot of money, so I currently have a, a another job, and I'll be stocking the shelf at stocking the the freezer. And they're like, "This is your job." I'm like, "Well, I'm also a pastor. What? That's so weird." They're just anyway. Uh, it's it's always fun because people have an expectation when you have a label. There's a certain thing that happens when you have labels on it, and 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 we got to be careful because it's strange how quickly we label someone. And, 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 and we change our behavior according to that label. But I want to also mention that we also, when we recognize or we will identify with the label that maybe someone's put on us, we also may change our behavior. And sometimes we begin to live as or live under that scrutiny of that particular label. So I want to be—I want us to look at these things a little bit and, and labels. Now I'm just going to be honest with you and truthful and let you know that labels in, the, in themselves are not bad. Titles are not bad. We have titles. I'm a dad. I love to be a dad. I love to be a husband. I love being a pastor. Those can be good titles. But there's some other titles, some other labels that put on us that maybe aren't great titles. Something that may uh, steal. ...what God has promised about us. But for some, for some labels become part of their identity. If you got to be really careful that you don't let the label determine your identity. Because if you do, let's say for instance, Michelle talked about this a little bit last week. If, if you have the label that you are a phenomenal singer... ...and for whatever reason you lose your voice or lose the opportunity... If you're not careful, you will lose your identity. You will become terribly depressed and and, if, and feel as if you have no worth. Now think about what you do each individually, what your job is, what your what you maybe your main thing is, and imagine for a moment that if that was taken from you, what would that would do to you? For a lot of us, it would be devastating. We wouldn't understand. We wouldn't know how to do it. And so sometimes it becomes so much part of our identity that we just think. Now, the bad side of it is if you, I know that people, ta- I know if we've labeled somebody, that person is just grumpy. They're always grumpy. They're always going to be grumpy. They're just grumpy. So guess what? Guess what's going to happen? They're going to be grumpy because they've gotten that label and they've gotten used to that label. Now, I, I know a lot of people that have a very awesome type A personality. And they have strong opinions. And and some, it's interesting because it's really kind of not fair. Because if you're a man, if you have a strong opinion, you're you know, you're know a go-getter. If you're a woman, you're looked at differently. I don't like that. I don't like that label, that, that misunderstanding of, of, of what God... But we understand that we have to be careful. Now, if we look at the labels in our own lives, we'll look and say, I don't like the way I am this way. Now, there may be some things in us that are... Are not great and we want to get rid of those things But how about the other things that have been told about us that we think we sometimes buy into those things And I want to make sure we we get out of that So if you've been called grumpy just say no, i'm not you know what? I mean just you say well, you're just a bad attitude person. No, that's not what god has created you to be And besides that Just because we feel away or we're going facing a circumstances does not determine our destiny God only is the only one that determines our destiny and yourself because we have to partner with him now he's sovereign he's mighty he's awesome and I'm not saying that 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 God can't move and do in this world without us he can But he chose to use us, and in fact, he chose to use us personally for his ability. But if we decide to not listen and not obey and not do as he asked, we will not fulfill the destiny that he has for us. Does that make sense? And so we understand that we we have this label, it comes part of our identity. For others, we can't imagine life without the wrong label. I have a good friend of mine uh, that uh, is in uh, Phoenix. I haven't seen him for a long time, but he has... He has an ailment. He has a handicap. And uh, for a long time, he really worked at make, of praying and believing not to have that. He still is dealing with that. But instead of now leaning and saying, you know, I don't want that, now he's using that as his identity, and he uses it almost as an opportunity to um, manipulate people a little bit. Okay? So understand, we got to be careful that we can't, can't use this as an opportunity for a problem. I, I'm gonna just tell them myself again because I don't know. I guess I'm in the mood to, to to repent here. But when I was in high school, I, there was I had I was involved in a sports accident, and I uh, detached my retina in my right eye, and it was uh, it was pretty crazy. Broken cheekbone. I look like the Elephant Man. I don't know if you guys ever seen the movie. It was just really messed up. And, and anyway, and as you can imagine, in high school, uh, if you look different, it's not good. It's kind of like social suicide. And so anyway, I had this thing. Well, I was. I found out that uh, I had to detach retina after the uh, after the face had swollen, had gone down, and all of that. And so they did emergency surgery. And at that time, technology was way different than it is now. And they had to, basically the surgery. They had to remove my eye, shrink it down, wrap a, a band around it, slap it back in, and, uh, and away you go. And they say, now I need you to lay flat on your back for six to eight weeks. Woo, fun. So that's when you start developing bed stores and all those great things. It's really a great time. Uh, I'm just kidding. It's not. But uh, now they have totally technology where they can do it in a day, laser in and out, and you're good to go. <laughs> I was like, ugh, anyway. But so after that, after that six or eight weeks, you get to go back to living life, except they make you wear a patch over your face for another six weeks. And so now I'm going to high school with this annoying patch. Now, you didn't think I stuck out before. Now I got this patch, and it was like suicide. And I was like social suicide. I'm like, this is really embarrassing. Now, thankfully, I don't know how many of you are familiar with pulp culture in the '80s, but there was there was a, uh, a soap opera uh, called Days of Our Lives, and there was a character by the name of Patch that was on that, and he happened to have a mullet because, well, we all had mullets in the '80s, and uh, and they looked good too. Bring them back. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway. So anyway, so I have this mullet, and and I he had this mullet, and it just so happened that it, I kind of looked like this guy. Now, I wasn't, you know, as handsome as his, and I certainly wasn't as rich as he was, but it kind of resembled that. And so instead what I thought was really going to be scary, people were like, hey, you're Patch, hey, you're, and I'm like, yeah, I'm Patch, yeah. And be, I was like, this is cool, this is nice. But the other side of it was, and then I began to use that little handicap that I had for a while for my advantage. So now I'm popular, that I wasn't popular before, because I look like some of that, and I would use that in my man. And for my teachers, God bless my teachers, I would, I can't do it, I can't see, teacher, I need some help, and you need to give me special help here, And, and so, and I was fibbing, I could do it, I could just do it fine. But I used that as a crutch, and sometimes we do that. We get a label, and sometimes we fight it for a while, but then we see that we get special attention or something happened, and we begin to own it. And it's never for us to be own, to own. In fact, it lit lets it makes us live under our destiny. God's never intended intended for me to continue to wear that patch. It was it was uh, it was messed up, right? You couldn't see clearly. You couldn't. There were things that I couldn't do that I used to be able to do because of that, and so it, I was living under my under my potential at that moment in time, but it, because, because of the attention I was getting, I was willing to hang on. So even though I was supposed to only wear that six weeks, I might have wore it seven and a half weeks for the attention because I liked that identity. It becomes part of you. So we need to be careful, don't we, that we don't take on identities that are making us or causing us to live under our potential. Many we don't realize that we are sometimes walking in a wrong label. And so I want to look at recognizing some of these things. And really my hope for this series, and we'll, we'll, we'll spend a few weeks in this series. I'm excited because Michelle launched it last week. She didn't know it, but she did. And uh, you'll hear from me for a couple weeks. You're going to hear from Marty and Betty this, through this series uh, as we learn about freedom and, and getting free from some of those labels. And we're excited about that. So it's going to be a great journey. It's going to be really a journey of freedom. How many want to be free from the labels that have been tried to slap and attach themselves to you? The wrong labels. Amen? I know the enemy tells us all the time, you know what, you grew up in this kind of family. You had this kind of thing. You're just always going to be like this. This is not what God's word says. This is not truth. This is a lie from the enemy. Now, there are some truths, and I'm not saying that we should just ignore ignore those things, but in fact, we need to dive into them, look at them, examine them, and address them and see what are truth and what are not truth. And we can only do that through God's word. Amen? Amen. And highlighters. Okay. So I want to look at this, and so I, I want freedom. How many want freedom from this thing? I do. I want freedom because what I know about the enemy is that if he can steal your identity or at least what you think is your identity, if he can pollute that, then we will never fulfill what God has called us to fulfill because we'll never think we're either able or willing or or good enough or whatever it is that the enemy uses, whatever tactic the, the enemy uses to try to push you down because the enemy doesn't want you to fulfill your purpose because your purpose... Is good and is perfect and pleasing. And I'll say this. Your purpose and your destiny. Is not just for you. It's for who you come in contact with as well. God wants to use you. To minister to someone else. And so it's important that we fulfill that. So that we can in fact do that. Luke chapter 4 verse 18 says. The spirit of the Lord is on me. Because he has anointed me. To proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free. Why did I read that? Because a label will often oppress us. And God came to free us of that. Luke, Luke chapter 19, verse 10 says, For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. Sometimes with a label, we get the wrong labels or too many labels. We feel lost and alone. In John chapter 8, verse 36, Therefore, if the Son makes you free... You shall be free in deed. Can I get an amen? That's what God does for us. All right. Turn to your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12. And we're going to look at this passage of Scripture. Hebrews chapter 12. I'm going to start in verse 1. Everybody doing okay? Good. I don't think the ships are coming through yet, so we're still good. Okay. <laughs> uh, Hebrews, no. Yeah, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. I'll start with verse 1. We'll read a, a, uh, two or three verses here. It says, therefore, say therefore. Therefore, since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off. Say throw off. Say let us throw off. Yeah, let us throw off. Amen? Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance. The race marked out for us. Verse 2, fixing our eyes on Jesus, not the label, but on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of god consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you say you would not grow weary but and not uh, not grow weary and lose heart god doesn't want us to lose heart god never intended for us to be depressed or, or hurt he says to throw off those things throw off of those labels That try to attach themselves to us. I was very early in life, uh, I was told that I was not a leader. You are not a leader. You're a nice person, yada, 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 but you're not a leader. And I held that label for many, many years. And so then when God called me into ministry, I was like, I can't. I'm not a leader. That was a false label. What we did find out, we realized, is that leaders come in all kinds of sizes and forms and how in which they lead. Can I get an amen? And if you've ever thought about yourself, I'm not this kind of person or I'm not this kind of person, I just want to share with you something. You may not be that person, but you are the person that God created you to be, and it's not a mistake, it's Perfect. To embrace that label and that purpose and that promise. So they would say, you're not a leader. Well, maybe I didn't lead in the way that they saw leaders. But I believe, by God's grace and His mercy, that He's called me to be a leader. Maybe different than some of the others. But I praise God that he has given me the ability. I, I kind of had an experience like Pastor Sellers. Some of you know Pastor Sellers. He had a, a time. It was really hard in, in, in ministry. And he's like. He did not know what to do. And he's like. Oh I know what's going on. And he finally said. You know what God. He goes. I'm not. I'm not the most educated. I don't know the most about scripture. I don't know the most. But you called me. You did it. And so. You you've got me you're stuck with me and i'm going to do what you call me to do And and I too had to come to that kind of realization God, I don't know why you called me 5455 is an awesome place and you called me to help lead and this church Under after him this man of god and i'm supposed to fill his shoes god. I don't know But you said it you did it and so i'm going to say you're stuck with me god That's ripping off a label, what's wrong, and receiving the true label. So the fulfillment of God's plan for our lives is really based on our ability or inability to rightly identify, say identify, identify our true God-given identity. See if we don't if we don't get into uh, that's a lot of words to say this if you don't look into here into the mirror of the truth to find who you are we'll never reach who we're supposed to be and we will always live under and live under our purpose and always be unfulfilled all of the time. God didn't it, it, God did not want us to be unfulfilled. He wants us to be fulfilled in Him. Can I get an amen? God wants us. He loves you. And, and again, I'm going to go back to what I said before. He wants us to receive this not for our own sake so that we can rise up and be who we are in Christ so that we can connect others with him and so on and so forth. So understand it's not just us, but we need to kind of work on us. Amen. And so our ability or inability to do, to walk, we just got off, off a series about talking His will, God's will for our life. And really, His will for our life is sovereign is perfect. But if we don't identify where our role is and what we should and shouldn't do and how we should do it, then we will never reach that will. Because let me tell you this, and, and maybe this is a good thing, and maybe you're like, I don't know, but your path, say my path, say my path, has been marked out for me by my God. Amen. Your path has been marked out. And it's good, perfect, and pleasing. We know that God says, before I knew you, I formed you. And I have a will for you. It's good, it's perfect, and pleasing. And so for some of you, like, oh, no, that means that I'm going to have to go to Nigeria the rest of my life. No, it doesn't mean that. It means if we'll just surrender to him... He will lead us and guide us, and he'll use our, the gifts and the talents and the desires that you already have in within you, to 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 move you into your destiny. Okay. I, I remember because I I remember a friend of mine said I can't go into ministry because I can't I do not want to go to Africa. I'm scared of mosquitoes and they got lots of mosquitoes. I was like, you ever been in northern Wisconsin? No, I'm just kidding. Anyway. <laughs> But the idea is this, that God's not necessarily going to call you so far out of your comfort zone. Now, He might stretch you. Hold on. He might stretch you. And in fact, I guarantee He'll stretch you. He wants to work your, your spiritual muscle. And that's, I think that's kind of what Jill was alluding to today, this, this perseverance thing. We have been given this gift and this promise and we're going to have to try it out a little bit. We're going to get some trials. We're going to get some things that we're going to have to really pump you up. It's okay. That's not a bad thing. It's not made to destroy us. It's made to help build us and make us stronger. Amen? Now, if it's against God's will... If, if 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 it looks as if it's trying to kill still or destroy your life, it's not from God, it's from the enemy, and you need to s- kick him in the teeth and say, "Get out, devil." You understand? But so that doesn't mean that it might not stretch us, because we understand that there's this path that's marked out, but sometimes we get entangled and we get hindered, we get hindered by uh, the label, and then we begin that now there's some i'm just going to read off some hindrances that I, I saw some poor self images negative comments cause us to doubt our value i know that there's people in this room and there's people we know that the the saying sticks and stones may break your bones but names will never hurt you is a lie from the pit of hell right because names very much hurt uh, words do hurt and in fact we know that words are life or death amen we understand that and so uh that, that's a big thing uh that 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 uh, defeatist kind of—I don't defeatist. I know it's not a word, but that kind of that that attitude of just defeat, feeling of rejection, perfectionism, fear of failure, procrastination. These are all labels that may get thrown at, at us at some point. Either it's got thrown at us, or we throw it at others. Maybe we've seen. Maybe we've even received these these kind of labels from our loved ones. I hate to think, but I'm sure that there were times when I misspoke over my kids and labeled them. And I hate that. I know that my parents have done that to me and they would have never wanted to cause harm, but it happens if we're not careful. If we're not guarding our tongue, we can, in fact, do those kinds of things. And so those things hurt and they, 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 they weigh us down and they hinder us. The scripture says to let us run the race with perseverance. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. And sometimes it's hard to run when you have all of this heavy label. And you know what? It's really hard. Let me just remind you. When we run, has anyone ever ran? All right. It's hard. Sometimes a run. And I've tried to get back into running. I used to do it a lot, and I got away from it. And so I am kind of get back into that training. And I was telling my, my youngest son, he went to shake my hand, and uh, he, he's got a nice firm handshake. Proud of that, boy. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> but he got And it was like, uh-uh. Because uh, even my hands hurt from running. I don't know why. Just out of shape. (laughs) But this is the thing. It takes every, as you're running and you need to run, you need every muscle in your body to run. Every muscle gets used and gets applied. And if we're hindered by any kind of label, baggage, if you will, anything that would keep pressing us down, it hinders what the run with perseverance that God has marked out for us. And so first, I believe, we need to read the label. Begin to identify what labels are affecting us. And so I want to look at that today. If, if you are following along your handout, the number one thing we're reading the label is that we must identify our labels. We must take a look at the labels that are hindering us, the sin that might be entangling us. Psalms is a beautiful scripture in, in chapter 139. Verse 23, it says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me. Now I'm going to just give you a, a little quick check. If you're like reading that, you're like, there's nothing offensive. Go ask one of your family members. If you're having a hard time labeling, figuring out the labels, go ask a family member. to help you out. Be nice to other family members as they ask. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me, and lead me in the everlasting in the way of everlasting. The first step to freedom, the first step is admitting that we need help here. We need to look at these labels. I, I, I believe in speaking life, and I've talked about that already today, but I'm not saying we ignore the obvious signs. Amen? Look at those things. Look at those things. Get before the the throne and say lord i need to know what is hindering me here god has called us and he's equipped us and he's and he's called us for for great purpose and we are to be you know the, the bible we are his conduit he's supposed to move through us and sometimes the moving through can get clogged and there's some hindrances okay it's not god but it, should, it could be us, something in us. I was, uh, my uh, yeah, uh, middle son is back from college. He's been here and he's, he's been uh, very helpful. Man, he's been like uh, doing all kinds of things around the house and the yard, and it's been. I like this. So I was like, anyway, that's pretty cool. I like this college. I'm gonna pay him a little extra money. It's good now. Anyway, but he's me in the yard, and uh, he's always helpful. I'm just kidding. But uh, he's helping the yard, and we look into the gutter, and like, you know, the gutter doesn't really work very well. And we look up there, and we're on the ladder looking at, it and it's all clean. It's like, man, it's, it should be fine. And like, oh, but you know that downspout part right there. And so he looks in there, and sure enough, it's you can look down, and you can see, man, you can't even see down into it. So I'm like, oh man, how are we gonna, we're gonna, what we're gonna do? So we start, you know, pulling it apart. And the reality of it was, you know, there was only about this much worth of so the pipe is, I don't know, 12, 15 feet long, this gutter. There's only about less than a foot, maybe a foot, of stuff in it. And it kind of reminded me of what, what happens in our life. Sometimes there's only a little bit of junk that's stopping the flow. And we can look at it, that whole pipe and say, there is no way I'm going to get that clean. That's long. I can look at my whole life and say, there's no way. I was just There's too much. And in reality, there's probably just a little bit there to get out of there. And this is what we're talking about with labels. Sometimes a label will clog up, not God, but our identity, who we are, who we believe we can be, and what we can do. And and the enemy keeps shoving that little clog in there so that we'll never fulfill and flow in the spirit of God and how he would want us to move. Amen? And so it's a really easy thing. So we must identify this. I say it's easy. It's easy for God if we go to him. And we say, search me, God, search me, search me, and find the things, things that entangle me. And guess what? He promises that you can be healed and free from that. Now, I don't know if you knew that, but God promised in salvation wholeness, completeness. In fact, the word sozo is the word salvation. And that word means completeness, a full benefit package. Everything that God has is wrapped up in salvation. So if you've received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have have salvation. You've been restored. The old is gone. The new has come. Can I get an amen? And so now you are fulfilling that. And so all of those things and those hindrances can be wiped out. God promises that. We have to believe it. But we often got to take the identity, the label that we identify with, the wrong one, and tear it off. Say, get out of here. I want to know this. And so pray in the spirit. Ask the Lord. Go before him. What am I carrying that I shouldn't carry? The second thing, this is a hard one. And this maybe you may, I I hope you listen to me because I want to make sure we get this explained, that we also need to take responsibility for the label, regardless of where it came from. Now, this is a hard one because you're saying, I I can already hear it. It's not my fault. You're right. If you get a label put on you, it's not your fault. However, what we use, what we do with that label, what we use, we can either take it, slap it on and say, yep. Or we can take it and say, wait a minute. That's not what God says about me. But see, we have the responsibility to address it, to look at it, and to rip that label off if it's wrong. Don't let the enemy lie to you we can get in a place where we become a victim in which we never will rise up because we thought well it's all, people all, everyone says it all the time i hear it i've heard it my whole life this about me and this about me and this about me. it must be true and we hold this on and now instead of fighting it now we're accepting it and now we've taken a respo- we have entered into a responsibility we are not to ever take anything that the world says about us if we only are to receive and believe what god says about us we do have a responsibility there now thankfully god's holy spirit lives in us resides in us leads us guides us comforts us He anoints us. He brings those things to us and understand. But we need to go to him so that we can hear from him what we need to accomplish, what we need to to unclog. That's our responsibility. Our responsibility is to, to, to lean on him, to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all his ways acknowledge him and he, say he, that's he, the big he, will direct your path amen so that's our responsibility trust in him go to him and look to him for that so we have a responsibility don't own the label but own the, the fact that you have the label that it's wrong and then rip it off and give it away remind the devil remind the enemy that you are a new creation that may have been your label before christ but that is not your label today. Amen? All right. I got a lot of quiet voices here. Number three. Number three, last one in on your notes. Really just kind of leads into what we just said. But we need to make the decision to deal with it. We need to take responsibility for what part we might have participated in this. One of the labels that we can say is we could be angry and grumpy all the time. The responsibility that we have in that label is that we need to forgive. If we we give forgiveness, we will be free of that label. But we have to make the decision, am I going to let go or not? Amen? Are we going to make the decision to let it go? Because we could say, oh God, do this and do that. And he's like, I did that over 2,000 years ago on the cross. All you got to do is tap into it. Receive it as truth in your life. Now, I know it sounds like, well, that's not very soft and loving. God is so loving that he gave Christ so that we could, in fact, go to him for this thing. We can, we can deal with things. We can take that label and look at it. Someone asked a, a, a person with a great green thumb, you've been asking, Miss Deb, if, you, if you're like, man, I really want some big, juicy apples. When's the best time? I want to eat apples right now. When's the best time to plant a tree for apples? She's going to say like 20 years ago. Let's deal with it now. Now this is amazing about how God works. He's a restorer and a redeemer of time. He's not subject to this world. He's God. Do you understand? And so we can say... God, I'm going to plant the right kind of seed. I rip this. I'm going to deal with this right now. This insecurity that's been trying to hold me down or whatever, this thing that's been trying to lie to me, yeah, you, this is all great, but if you try to do this, you're never going to make it. All of that is hogwash. Hogwash a cuss word? I don't know. It's not truth. It's not what God says. He doesn't make junk. God does not make junk. The enemy pollutes, dilutes, lies, all kinds of stuff. Let's not buy the lie anymore. I want to remind you that some of us might be thinking, I can't believe those guys did that to me. I can't believe that label. They threw that label on me. And I want to be careful that as you deal with your labels, as we look at those labels and we adjust those and take those, that we don't grab an offense on the one that may have tried to put that on us. I need to remind you what Scripture says, that we, we, say we, do not wrestle against flesh and blood. We're not wrestling against the person. We're wrestling against the enemy. The funny thing is that the enemy is already lost, His faith is already sealed and he's doing the last-ditch effort to try to steal as much of your freedom from you as he can before his end, his final end. Don't let him do it. And don't let the labels that others have slapped on you make you angry at them. Forgive them. Let them go. Because they too dealing with labels and challenges and issues and they too probably worked out of and functioned out of that label that was put on them before you ever came around but God came to save us from those things that's an amazing promise and an awesome thing and so we must relax rest in him amen
0: This has been a message from Word of Life Family Church. Thank you for listening. If you are ever in the Phillips, Wisconsin area, please come join us for one of our services. We're located at 104 Fairway Drive, Phillips, Wisconsin, 54555. Our Sunday service is at 10 a.m. and Bible study on Wednesday is at 6.30 p.m. each week. For more information on our church or pastors, Visit us on the World Wide Web at www.wordoflifefamilychurch.org or call us at 715-339-2207. Again, we want to thank you for being with us today. May God bless you and keep you in Jesus' mighty name.